one question we could ask the gospel today is how to manage our time well. Jesus can be our role model in so many ways. He teaches us how to pray. He teaches us how to trust in the Father. He teaches us how to forgive our enemies. But also he teaches us how, who, how to use our time wisely. He could be a coach of time management in some way. Jesus was a very driven person. He woke up every morning of his public life. He prayed. Sometimes he woke up very early to pray. And then every day was full of activities and events and meetings and preachings and teaching and, and healing. It was packed with very eventful things. So he used his time very well. And the reason why he used his time well was the, the sense of mission. That's what is behind this desire to burn his time for God and for others. His sen sense of being sent by the Father in the most important mission, the redemption of the world. The, wor the, the, the word mission means mitsio, it means to be sent. It means going from A, from a place, to B, to another place, another person, with a message. That's when you're a messenger. That's why uh, a missile in, in war is something that goes from A to B, with a direction. So Jesus had this sense of mission, of direction, of coming from a place, going to another place, and a task and a message to give, the redemption of the world. That's why he used his time very well. But you shouldn't think of Jesus as kind of like a CEO, frenetic CEO, like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, like very driven but not very loving. Jesus balanced his sense of mission with a sense of peace, with a sense of flexibility in his schedule, a great capacity to be attentive to each person that came to him. He was, at the same time, very much goal-oriented with urgency, but also very loving and very available. And the good news is that we hear in the gospel that he calls his first four disciples, two sets of brothers, Peter and Andrew and John and James. And these disciples, they do this journey. They go from mending their nets because both of them, all these four disciples, they were fishermen, and the gospel says they were mending their nets, and they are invited to follow Jesus. They are invited to enter the sense of mission, the sense of urgency. And that's the journey I invite you to reflect as we hear this gospel, how to move from mending to mission, how to manage your time well according to God's ways. Three things that I will suggest to improve your time management according to this gospel. One, identify what are your main time wasters. The first thing we see is that these disciples are mending their nets. We could use that mending their nets as a symbol of, in some way, doing the regular things of life, 
but without much purpose. Jesus takes them out of that mending spirit, that mending status, and puts them in a state of mission. So many times we find ourselves in this mending mentality, in this kind of idle mentality. The will loses its orientation towards what is good and what you should do. It becomes idle, and then it, it seeks attention. It seeks to do things that maybe are not so useful. In the Gospel of Mark, there's a story of this man who was possessed. This is in the chapter number four. And the Gospel says that Jesus comes, he heals him, but before he encounters Jesus, the Gospel says he was meandering. He was, in Spanish, um, vagando. Like, it means it's a word that gives a sense of no direction. That's why the word vagabond means like you don't have a direction. You are kind of, actually the word meandering is used for, for rivers. When, when a river goes this way, it's kind of, in, in Spanish, it's a meandro. So anyway, this man was a, a vagando. He was meandering. He was without a sense of direction. His will has no goal, no orientation. So that's the first thing we could ask ourselves. When you find yourself meandering or like a vagabond in life, where do you go to spend your time? Those are what we could call our time wasters. What are your nets that lead you to be mending? And here we can be honest and see how so many things are not so good and we spend so much time on them. Like gaming, not that gaming is bad, but sometimes people spend too much time gaming or social media. Like obviously social media is designed to keep you trapped in it. Like the algorithm thing of YouTube, well, it's just to keep you there. That's the truth to keep you trapped inside of that. Or the notification, both the noise and the image, like the bubble that comes out, it says one, two, uh, like push here. It's all things to keep you there. So what are your, those traps that you fall into it? What are the things that you know you should give up and it's difficult to do it? Those who are doing Exodus 90, I commend you because you are killing many of those Time wasters. Have you ever reflected that the word distraction comes from attraction? When you're distracted, something else is calling the attention of your will and your mind. So, so many things can distract us from what we should really do and draw our will to it. That's the meandering, that's the net, that's the time wasters that we should first identify. If you do have no idea what is that time waster, well, ask your spouse or ask your roommates. Just be honest and be humble. Remember, after the voice of God, the voice of your friends and spouses are closer to what it could mean, the will of God for you. So what are your time wasters? The second thing we see in this gospel is Jesus calls them into a mission. 
Mission is always connected with being called out from a state into another state. Not like states in a country, no? from a status, from a state of being. Jesus says, come, follow me. Come after me. They were mending their nets and they're invited now to enter into the mission of Christ. So that's the essence of good time management. To see your day-to-day -day life as a mission to serve and to love. Jesus in some way proposes to them a goal, a good thing to do, an orientation to their will. When it comes to the will and the goods that we choose, there's two problems. One is too many goals, kind of multitask, like trying to chase many rabbits. I don't know if you ever chased a rabbit. I didn't, but just think about it. If you try to chase too many rabbits, you won't get anyone, any of them. So if you're trying to do too many things at the same time, your will is scattered in many goals. You open too many windows. The other problem is the other one, no goals, no, nothing that motivates you, boredom that then leads to time wasters, killing time because you are bored and empty inside. So Jesus heals them of those two problems. He proposed to them a goal. Come, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. He calls them out of this state of self-absorption and maybe mending their nets of being vagabonds, meandering into his mission. Now they follow his mission, his sense of urgency, his sense of love. He says, you're not just called to live for yourself. You're called to love, to give. Come and follow me. So one question that can help us to use our time well is, Lord, what is your will for me now? That's a question you should always ask in your life. For the big questions and the big issues in life, Lord, what do you want from me? But also for the small ones. It's very difficult to ask Jesus, what should I do the next hour of my day? I have nothing to do. What should I do? This is not so easy because, one, we're very independent. We don't want others to tell us what to do. And two, sometimes we are too scattered inside. We lack silence, we lack interiority, so it's not so easy to discern the will of God. But asking this question on a regular basis will help you enter that state of mission. Lord, what is your will? What do you want me to do? The gospel says, come after me. You don't go ahead and Jesus goes behind and you tell him, this is what I'm going to do, Lord. No, he says, come after me. I go ahead, you follow. I'm God, you're not. Come after me. That's how you use your time well. You enter his mission. So, one, what are your time wasters? Two, ask the question, what is my mission, my next step? in this day. And by the way, you should begin the day with that question. What is important for you today? You should wake up and after 
cup of coffee, maybe a shower. The third thing you should do is pray. Not check the news, not check the stock market that you're already three hours behind. No, you pray. Lord, this day is for you. I want to follow you. What is important today? I want to accomplish that. The third step we see is to do it quickly. The gospel says that they follow Jesus at once, the first call, and the second call, immediately. They even left their father and, and the nets and all the fish there. He called them and immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. I imagine somebody, hey guys, like, don't leave me with all this stuff, like, come back. They left, they heard the call, and they followed him immediately. Once you know the will of God, you need to do it quickly. You should not delay too much. Mary receives the annunciation, and in haste, she goes to visit Elizabeth. When Mary Magdalene encounters Jesus after the resurrection, and he gives her a mission Go tell my brothers that I'm alive. I'm ascending to the Father. She's weeping. She's meandering. She's a vagabond in the tomb. She encounters Christ and he gives her a sense of mission. And the gospel says she runs to the disciples. She enters the urgency of the mission of Christ. So, for this week, one what are your time wasters? Be honest with yourself. To ask frequently, what is my mission? What are you calling me to do? How can I follow you? How can I serve others in the next hour, in the next step of my day? And three, if you can, write the word immediately. Somewhere you can see it as a reminder of this sense of urgency, and love that Jesus has and that Jesus invites you to have as well.